You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're going to be salsa regardless. Chicago, come to the south side. Like fancy island. With your south siders, Shane Reardon and Gabe Ramirez. We're excited. It's going to be a good time. Go White Sox. The White Sox are five games back from first place in the American League Central in the most pivotal stretch of their season. They're in the middle of a 19-game stretch against all American League Central opponents. They're coming up on a four-game series with Minnesota leading up into the All-Star break, and then they have three more at home against Cleveland. I am – I'm not out yet. Hmm. So I, I know the majority of Sox fans are out completely, but I am not out yet. This stretch has been – Decent enough, they're showing enough fight. But the one thing that I think will put them over is the dismissal or the climax of this was yesterday when it seems as though the White Sox television broadcast, which is technically an entity of the of White Sox ownership because Jerry Reinsdorf owns 50% of NBC Sports Chicago. Jason Benetti and Steve Stone somewhat breaking bad officially for the first time on Tony La Russa and then carrying over into Frank Thomas this past weekend, Scott Pitsednik yesterday, Ozzie Guillen yesterday. Everyone is finally breaking bad on Tony La Russa, and we've talked this entire time about the only time that Jerry – he's not going to fire Tony, we know that – but the only time that Jerry will relieve Tony of his duties and bump him up into the, the the front office, the skybox for the rest of the season is if that embarrassment gets to his front door. And I think that embarrassment is finally getting to his front door. Yeah, it's 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 uh, something that's been lingering for a while, but it's good because that because the embarrassment starts with former players that are, you know, like you said, part of your your entity. And, and, and Scotty Pods has been harsh in his criticism. Ozzy the same way. Frank. I love Frank's take on the players right where he's like someone needs to get pissed someone needs to step up in the locker room and 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 we've talked about that a lot and then with with bob nightingale's article it's just telling because i mean it's what you just know it's something and you just can't put your finger on it when trying to explain like why the white Sox suck you know we had bob nightingale on the show on what was that monday Okay. Let me. I transcribed the quote. Oh, good. Let Let me find this quote for you, and you can tell me what you think Bob Nightingale means by this, because Tanny and I had a very clear thought. So, Bob Nightingale came on after he had written a column, um, his his notebook column, um, saying, "I'm sorry, I, I'm got I've got brain fog today," saying that uh, there's unrest in the clubhouse, right? So this is Bob Nightingale's quote to us on Parkinson Spiegel on Monday. The great managers always have players that lead. You still have to have leadership in the clubhouse. Look at LaRusse's teams in Oakland and St. Louis. They always had that veteran leadership. 
whether it be Yadi Molina and Albert Pujols in St. Louis or Mark McGuire and Dave Stewart in Oakland. you got to get guys to jump on each other. If they don't do it, the manager's got to do it. But a lot of times, the manager can do whatever he wants. But you better get respect from each other in that clubhouse and not have clicks and just go through the motions. So I don't know what you take from that, but I take from that that Bob Nightingale's leak is Tony La Russa because otherwise mm. he wouldn't immediately go to those examples of Yachty and Pujols in St. Louis, Dave Stewart and Mark McGuire in Oakland. Dave Stewart, who he worked for in Arizona when he was up in that front office. His leak is Tony La Russa. Tony is trying to throw his players under the bus to take as much blame off himself. Is that why, what you get from why that? Wouldn't, why wouldn't he just – I mean, I think Ozzy made a great point yesterday when he said – you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He doesn't have to sugarcoat anything anymore. He's he if he gets fired, you know, he gets cush ass job or whatever. So it's like I I mean, I'm not trying to say it's not him, but I'm just wondering, like, why don't you just have some if it is him, why don't you just have some balls and say it yourself? Right. I think the most most frustrating thing about that whole situation with Bob Nightingale and talking about the White Sox team and, and specifically mentioning the clicks, I think that in Major League Baseball, Shane, it's 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 tough, right? Because I hate to bring up race, but we're in Chicago and, and it dominates our, our livelihood on a day in and day out basis. But, you know, you have a team with not just like American Latinos, you know what I'm saying? You got guys like that straight from the Dominican Republic and Cuba, don't know English, like don't care to learn it. You know, baseball is, is, is consumed a different way in Latin America. And then, but in years past, you've had maybe like a majority of the team being Latin. Whereas now you got a lot of white dudes on that team too. And I could see, you know, that and, and the way you see like white boys in college and how they do their thing, it's a little different from the culture of Latin America. And so I can, so it was, it hurt, it was hurtful because I understood it. And I was like, damn, I could see that being the reason where, you know, you know, the, the, the white dudes, like a Dylan C, I hate to say this, these guys' names, but like a guy like Dylan C, who isn't getting vaccinated and, and feels a certain type of way about something. And then, you well, know, Dylan, the, hold on, I, I don't want to, uh, Dylan C is vaccinated. He just didn't have the booster. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was vaccinated, just didn't have the booster. Graveman, not vaccinated. Go terrible, ahead. I, I, I just terrible example. No, I, I appreciate no, you saying that. I appreciate you saying that. But I, I, you know what? Let's omit that from the, from the argument because I don't want that to be a, a, a talking point. I want it to be just more so about the cultures and how they differ between the bulk of the players on the squad. And I could see where it could lead to some, some clicks, which – sucks you know you see it in football too right somebody's playing a certain type of music and and the other guys don't want that right and it causes like but what you see in the fun clubhouses is everybody dancing together when they do put on some salsa the white guys coming through you know shaking his butt josh harrison should be coming through you know making fun with the reggaeton like that's when you have a good team unity and and it seems to be lacking in and the fact that if it is tony la Russa, how can a guy that old, right, who can identify with those two groups of players, how can he get them to, to unite, right? I feel like you do – somebody put out a quote and said – and I'm, I'm curious what you have to say about this, Shane. Somebody said if David Ross was the manager of the Chicago White Sox, they'd be in first place. What, what, first, what do you think about that? And do you think a, a younger guy that can identify with the players can kind of get them to gel a little bit more? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like hypotheticals like that because – then we have to have the conversation is Tony La Russa the only reason players aren't executing? We, we talked on, what was it? Um, Friday night or Thursday night, the last time we recorded about going through the roster, 
and trying to find the players that are living up to their baseball card and playing to the back of their baseball card and hitting at least the bare bottom standard. And there's four or five guys. It's T.A., right. it's Andrew Vaughn, it's Dylan Cease, it's Johnny Cueto, um, it's Jose Abreu, and that's about it. Those are the only guys doing it. I am of the belief, though, that a change of manager could give the White Sox a little bit of a bump. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Tony Russa needs to do a better job of unifying and uniting his players. But I will say, you show me any workplace in America, any workplace in, in any culture, doesn't matter where it is, doesn't matter what it is, cl- clicks are a thing. There are clicks at the score. We have friend groups at the score that don't hang out with other friend groups. Mm-hmm. We have friend groups at B96 that don't hang out with other friend groups at B96. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you have a poor workplace culture, those clicks are, are exposed even more then you're separating yourself from guys and you're going around and you're hanging around with whoever you're most comfortable with because you're not succeeding. Mm -hmm. So you see those things as bigger problems when you're not winning ballgames. There will be clicks, but it seems like the White Sox don't have that guy in the clubhouse who can bring together the Yohan Moncada, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Hispanic portion of the clubhouse and say, hey, we're, we're all fine here. This isn't a race issue. It's right. a click issue, but mm-hmm. there are clicks everywhere. You get rid of the click problem when you win baseball games. And the, the most glaring problem is Tony LaRussa, who I don't know if you we, we, we talk about the, the Tim Anderson all-star selection video from the clubhouse that Joe McEwing announced. Tony LaRussa is nowhere to be found in that video. <laughs> you see the entire clubhouse. Tony LaRussa is not even in there. Yeah. That's the problem here. You have you have a guy who just who's I know I know he's a good dude. I've got plenty of people who tell me that that Tony LaRusa is a good guy. I believe that to be true. The game has just passed him by. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there anymore. And I think I think also, you know, you, you look at a guy like Joe Madden, right? And where people were saying, you know, his antics worked for a, a period of time and then people were grown had grown tired of it. But that's why you have managers for specific reasons and and, and specific spots in in team development, right? If you have a young team, you can't go get a guy like David Ross because, you know, he doesn't need to manage veteran guys and veteran personalities and huge contracts, right? But a guy like Joe Madden, they needed him in that moment to unify a team that knew they were on their way to doing great things. And I feel like that's what's missing from this this team where you have to find a way to get these guys to believe in one another. If you look at any championship team, they always have family. And I don't know if teams preach this, but it's another thing to believe it and live it day in and day out. Those are the teams that are more loose. Those are the teams that that pick, pick each other up. You know, how many times – you know what I haven't seen a lot of this year, Shane? is when Well, first of all, I haven't seen anybody get a fucking hit. But whenever guys yeah. did get a hit, you know, they do the – or the, the, you know, the spaghetti sauce thing or the, yep. you know, the eye thing the, to the, the, to the, the motorcycle. Bench. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. those are the things that, that unite the teams. And, 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 and sometimes the manager has to be the guy, right? Like the glue guy. And, and the, the, you, you mentioned it and you're absolutely right. Clicks exist regardless of the workplace, but there's always that one person, that one person who's in the middle, who don't give a fuck about anybody who's like, I don't rock with clicks, but, but I'll, I can, I'm cool with every single person here. And in, 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 in this particular instance, Tony or the, the manager, whoever that might be in the future or in the present, needs to be that guy and understand this is what's missing from our team and not go talk to Bob Nightingale to, if that's the case, to push through some sort of message to try to get your, like, because that's not going to do it. 
that's going to maybe, well, maybe it will, maybe it'll bring the problem, you know, into the light and people can address it from that angle. But it's just unfortunate that, and I'm going to point out somebody in particular, it's unfortunate that Tim Anderson can't be that guy. We know he's not that dude. He's not a vocal dude. He plays, he talks, speaks with his bat, but like, if he had a you know a little bit more, maybe if he didn't cheat on his his wife or something like that, like if he didn't have baby allegedly. mama drama, right? Let's say allegedly. You could say allegedly. I'll, 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 say, I'll say I know what's up. I'm just trying to protect our podcast, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's no money to take from this podcast. I'll tell you right now, you're not taking yeah, you're no dollars. Me. So, you're so, me. so, and, and so, I just wish the the point is right, regardless of the drama. I wish it was Tim Anderson. I wish Tim Anderson was that dude to be like, hey, fellas, I've been on this team. I'm one of the elder statesmen here. I love Chicago White Sox more than you guys do. And you guys need to play better for our team. You know, like that's the kind of conversation that needs to be had to hold people accountable. It just doesn't seem like it's happening, man. And it's unfortunate. Tim Anderson's quite a shit right now. That's somebody who, regardless of whether or not he's being a vocal leader in the clubhouse publicly and in the media, he's usually all out there. And it's not like he's playing poorly, and that's why he's keeping quiet. Tim Anderson is greatly affected by what's going on with his personal life. He's greatly affected by being one of the only guys that's performing on the team. He's just simply not doing media. He's not talking in post game. I sent sent a request to him yesterday to join the Parkinson Spiegel show today, and he said no. He never says no. Tim Anderson is staying quiet, and that's part of this problem. I don't care if he's a a vocal leader within the clubhouse. Be the guy who goes out there and performs on the field and also pumps up your team on the field and at least in the media. Make it seem like you care. And I know Tim Anderson cares about baseball. Of course. It doesn't seem like anybody in this clubhouse cares to to put themselves out there and just to be the vocal guy to say, hey, everything that's going on right now, this isn't us. It's not us and it's not acceptable. The White Sox simply do not have that vocal guy right now. And it can't be like, it can't be a pitcher. It can't be Lance Land. It can't be Liam yeah, Hendricks. Like Liam Hendricks yeah. is in the, in the bullpen the majority of the time. Like he's, he's away from the dugout. It's yeah. it need, you need to have a, a, a strong willed position player. If Laurie Garcia manager. Oh, <laughs> whatever. I, I've I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be out of sight, out of mind on Larry Garcia because he also is a super nice guy. I've run into him at, benchmark in old town a few times like he's a good dude but oh man well when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yesterday, Dylan Cease was phenomenal. Um, Again. It, it, quite the all-star performance. And I I, I cannot get over that. I, I, I can't get over it. I cannot get over the all-star snub. He was, was awesome crazy. last night. Nine strikeouts against a very strong uh, Cleveland Indians offense. Cleveland Guardians offense. Sorry, don't cancel me. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's ridiculous, and he will get the nod. Like he will make the team, of course. Um, but I mean, he's a top three pitcher in the American League, maybe a top five pitcher in baseball. He's going to be top three in the Cy Young if it if the season ended today. It's ridiculous, and I want to talk about that. But I first want to ask you about one more Tony Larusa managing decision in yesterday's ball game. So Davis Martin 
pitched like a triple a baseball player he was fine six innings or whatever it was four earned runs like he gave them a chance to win yesterday in post game and we're talking specifically about the second at jose ramirez's second at bat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where jose ramirez was intentionally walked after he fouled off the first pitch the second yeah. time that tony la Russa has intentionally walked a player this season in the middle of a count in post game tony said that in the first at bat he asked davis martin to pitch around jose ramirez davis martin was unable to do that um, in the second at bat, he asked him to do the same. And the first pitch that Ramirez fouled off was piped right down the change middle. up, right, right down, down the middle. middle. So I don't blame Tony for at that point intentionally walking Jose Ramirez, but the the logic that he uses, he kind of he kind of he's like hypocritical with, within one answer where he explains that situation where he asked for the asked to be, to pitch around Jose Ramirez, but then he also says, but also. Like sometimes you just want to throw a guy a pitch and see what they do with it. And if they, if they swing and miss, then, you know, we'll keep pitching. But if it looks like he's on it, then yeah, we're going to walk him. What the hell is this guy even talking? What's he saying? It's so odd. I think the worst part to me was the fact that we were down or the White Sox were down four nothing. I understand if that's your logic, if it's a close game, but shit, couldn't get no hits, couldn't produce anything, barely got that run across the board. And in that particular instance, it's like, Dude, fuck it. If it's a homer, it's 6-0. It's not going to put you in a worse situation than you're in. You're down 4 nothing already. Like, what are you going to do in that moment? Just pitch to the guy. And then I love the fact that he threw Ethan Katz into the conversation. when he's like, yeah, you know, Ethan told him to do that. I'm like, dude, don't throw anybody else under the bus. No. Just no, it's, say it. He does that all the time. Tony's <laughs> always so doing that. Bad. It was so bad. And I was just like, gosh, I was like, could you just stop doing it? And, you know, and I, but, but, to, but to me, the key factor in that whole thing is that you're down 4 nothing. It's not like it was a close game. It's not like the offense was you, you were like, oh, well, next inning we could just put another couple runs on the board. It's like, no, you hadn't scored to the, up, up to that point. So it's like, so why are you worried if, if Jose Ramirez gets a single or a home run? Like, just pitch to him to, so that you could show him and your pitcher who's doing a phenomenal job for you in, in, in that moment that he can get these top-tier guys out of it. It, it was odd to me. I, I don't and then, and then his smugness in the, during that post game as well, where it's just, he's just like, it's just too like, why do you guys keep asking? Why do you keep asking me? This? Why do you keep asking me this? Shit? It's like, dude, because you're because you're making these weird decisions that us as a fan base, you know, we can point to to be like, these are the weird things that we can say as to why we want you gone, you know, from the managerial role for the White Sox. I don't want to talk about the Rooster. Let's talk about something better, man. Let's talk about Dylan. C. Yeah, he's about- just he's disrespectful. <laughs> um, he's just disrespectful. I, I'm sure he's a great dude, but. He's just he's disrespectful, and you, you have to in that position. When you make a dumbass decision, you have to be open to criticism. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the Southsiders podcast feed anywhere you get podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to us there, and if you really like it, listen to it on Spotify all the way through, and then. Listen to it on iTunes all the way through and then listen to it on Omni all the way through. Go ahead and listen to the podcast episode three times because Gabe's got a mortgage and kids and yes. I have rent and um, a too strong of a social life where I have to do too many things all the time. And I can't just sit with myself in my apartment. I have to go out and do things. So I need some money. Me, me is at an all time high. So that's good it is. I know inflation. I don't have a car. You guys complain about gas prices, but at the rate that I consume red meat, those prices are going up too. Dude, I could not believe when I went to Pete's the other day and it was like $16.99 for a one pound New York strip. And I was like, wait, I used to buy two for 10 
last yeah, year. Exactly. It's like now I'm getting robbed. I love. I want to bring up a guy who. I don't, have you guys ever had Jay Kuda on your show? No, Jay Kuda has a internet history of being kind of a MAGA guy. He puts out some oh, phenomenal no. statistics, but it, he's uh scroll through his tweets. He's he's a trumper. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I, his I, stats I, are I, awesome though, dude unreal statistics yeah. and yeah. one that stood out to me yesterday dylan cease is the 73rd pitcher to ever have over 120 strikeouts a sub 2.5 era and 17 or fewer starts before the all-star break out of those 73 pitchers 72 of them were named to the all-star team <laughs> dylan cease is the only one to have those stats that's unreal. insane man real shout out to jay kuda listen i don't agree with you politically but hey that's why this is a great show because I don't give a fuck what you think of politically. I can still appreciate you for what you well, and that's put out these Chicago White Sox stats. But, dude, Dylan Cease, I wish he would have been able to get through that sixth thing because then it would have just, I don't know, you know, that would have made that game a little bit better for me specifically. But, you know, you get, you know, you walk, you know, you get, you get up a, a, a hit right there, put you in a tough situation. But he is just frigging dealing. I mean, dealing. I know he's, I love when every Cub fan gets upset when they see him just dealing for the Chicago White Sox on a on a, on a weekly basis. What's your? Um, why do you feel like he was left off? What, what? I, I, Gabe, I don't know. I, I have absolutely no idea. There is absolutely no reason to not include him on on the All Star roster. There's there's zero reason. Zero. I put fifty. I put fifty bucks down this morning. Because I was talking about it the other day uh, on my show, how he was uh, fifth in Cy Young uh, odds at plus fifteen hundred, and then after today, after yesterday's game, I went and looked this morning. He was still plus fifteen hundred. I couldn't believe it. So I just put fifty bucks on. I was like, I could spend fifty bucks to win seven fifty. <laughs> like if Dylan Cease continues to pitch like this, because that's what's going to end up happening. If he keeps pitching like this, then it's, the narrative is just going to change, and then he's just going to be that dude, and and he could walk away with that Cy Young, and I could get that seven fifty to pay for that mortgage that you were talking about. Ooh, that'd be nice. You could just give it to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Or you could put I fifty just, bucks down on yourself. Or I could put fifty dollars down on it myself. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. You're totally right about that. I, there's nothing you stopping should, me from You should change so that we can like have something to cheer about as the season goes on if it fucking takes a left turn really badly. You know, like we can at least cheer for Dylan Cease every time he's on the mound because you and I will be richer by the end of the season, you know? Yeah. Our producer Tyler just put in the chat that the Blue Jays just fired their manager, Charlie Montoya. Um, I don't know if I saw that coming. They've been underperforming a little right bit. Now. They've been underperforming. Yeah, they they are, but I, I think in that division, like I don't I think your leash can be a little bit longer in that division just because everybody is so damn good. True. But I guess I'm I'm looking at them being, you know, fifteen and a half fourth place. Yeah, fourth place. I, I get it. surging. Two and eight in their last ten. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Right. All you right. want to do it before I mean, the all-star break. Change change. Yeah. Hey, here's an idea. Your team isn't playing well. Make a fucking change so that your players realize, hey man, we built this team to win this year and you guys are underperforming. And as a result, we had to fire out a coach because of you. Like, I get that. That makes sense to me. And 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 I it's baffling that the White Sox won't do that. Every team, every team that that Every team that put together a contender in the offseason and that has been underperforming up to this point has fired their manager. Every single one of them, except for the Chicago White Sox, who are probably the worst of all of those teams that are underperforming. At least Toronto's still above 500. 
I'm so incredibly jealous right now. Of the Toronto I'm Blue so Jays? incredibly jealous because I guarantee the Blue Jays are going to go are going to win their next five games before the All Star break, four games, whatever. They're going to come back, be re-energate. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm, You're foggy today. I heard it. What the hell You're, is going on? <laughs> I took two COVID tests this morning because I was feeling a little sniffly, and okay. they're both negative. Okay. I don't have COVID. My allergies are kicking the shit out of me. My favorite baseball team's kicking the shit out of me. All I want is to enjoy something. I'm going to Minneapolis this weekend. Tandy and I are going to, to watch the White Sox play the Twins on Friday and Saturday. We're going with a bunch of yeah. people from, from White Sox Twitter. And I have absolutely no idea why we're doing it. Um, you're going to come back with COVID for sure. It's just <laughs> that, that transmissible lately. But, dude, that sounds like a fun trip, man. I would have loved to have gone. Have you to see ever that. been there? You've been in I've, Minneapolis. I've been, I've been in Minneapolis twice. I caught. I, I told you I go on my Bears road trips uh, every yeah. year, and in the beginning of our Bears road trips, a lot of us were broke, so we just drove to Minnesota, and so we caught yeah. the new stadium and the old stadium. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there a few times actually. I've What's the drive? This, we're driving to like eight seven hours. hours. Eight hours. Jesus eight hours. Christ. Yeah. I, I sit with Tanny for five, six hours a day. What the hell am I going to talk to him about easy. for eight hours? He's going to play music. Don't worry, you're going to be good. Who's driving? <sighs> He is. He's driving. Oh, dude. Are you a sleeper on road trips? Or are you, you no. Yeah. No, I'm good on road trips. Yeah, I, could, I don't I could have to tell. pee that much. Yeah, I, yeah. Could, I could just sit there and look out the window, yeah. I guess. Get a couple bags of chips, a little Coca-Cola, play the music, and then... Is just you two riding, or you guys got... You guys bring yeah, your dog? No, it's just, uh, it's just, just us. So. Yeah, who's, just watching us. The, who's watching your dog? I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the girl I'm dating. I don't know. I, I feel kind of bad asking her. Like, she loves Willie, but yeah. I, I feel kind of bad asking her. But don't probably just drop her off with my parents. Don't no 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 no. This is a good test. This is early. Don't ask her or ask her. No, ask her. This is early in the relationship. Yeah. And and I think you ask her already knowing that she's gonna say no. So like you're gonna go to your mom's, but you want to ask her so that if she says yeah, you're like, all right, fuck it, I'll leave her with you. No, Did see, you ever... I don't think she'll say no. I think she's gonna that's say not... yes. Yeah, yeah. That's it... that's that's the good thing. And then that way you leave her, you leave her with the dog, and then you know. You put like you got you got your dog microchipped and shit. Like make sure that he won't run away from her or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think she'd stick around. I think, I think she'd, she'd, be she'd be all right. Yeah, but th- um, then again, like we've been recording for 25 minutes and I turn around and her toy bin is completely empty. She just turned it upside down and empty. Yeah. So I don't want to – she can be a task. Like I don't yeah. want to put that on somebody else. My parents know how to handle her. No, the reality is this, though. If you're dating this girl and, and, and you guys are dating like boyfriend, girlfriend, you're just dating her. Um. I'd say it's a it's a mix between the two. Okay. Well, the reality is, if you're going to continue to date her and it does get serious, I mean, she got to deal with your dog anyway, so you might as well just get that shit out the way. Get it out the way. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucas Giolito today um, in the series finale against these Cleveland Guardians. A win would be huge. It would be absolutely huge coming off a good win last night in a a game that, yeah, they scored seven runs, but it didn't really mean much to me. Like I didn't take much away from that game. No. Um, the one thing I did take away is why is Luis Robert not playing in both games of a doubleheader when he's 24 years old? Yeah. I, what I, kind I, of rest does Luis Robert need in 80 degree weather? The perfect condition for playing baseball. 
on I, I've, I've played many a year of baseball in the humble park and on every sunday you play double headers like you just that's just what you do you get two out the way and i can't imagine if he was playing there he'd sit out i just it's weird, weird coaching. Back to, but I want to want to go back to what you said about them winning and how nobody like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, because like people were if if the Sox would have lost both of those games yesterday and lost the first three to Cleveland, I think it would have just been like a mass exodus. Not not that there hasn't been one already, but I think people would have turned off the TVs. They would have just blocked the words White Sox from their Twitter feeds. Like they, like it would have been really with Cease on the mound losing. It would have been really bad in that case. And I bet I bet money on today's game just because I'm an idiot. And on the run line or the money line? No, just the money line. Sox are minus 115. We were like G Lito on the mound. They're going to split like they did against the Tigers. Like, you know, just logic that you're thinking in your head. But then you just go back and you're like, I'm going to lose this money. Because that's what the White Sox have been doing this whole year. They've been fucking me on games that I feel like they should win because that's what we've been doing all year long, thinking that they're going to win and should win. And then they end up just just kicking you in the nuts. And I feel like that's just, you know, I, like I'm not going to get the Giolito of 2020, right? Like I'm going to get a, I'm going to get 2022 Giolito. And the, in Cleveland with their bats, because they rested the second game last night, they're going to come back in and smack them around. I, I just know this is going to happen. It's going to be like six to four, Shane. Six to four, Cleveland, bet it, and win yourself some money while the White Sox break your heart. All right, I'm going to choose to be a little optimistic, and I say the White Sox. Whoa, our roles are reversing today. I say the White Sox win uh, seven to no five, way. seven to three tonight, and Lucas Giolito goes seven innings. Like, we're going to get seven innings, 101 pitches from Lucas Giolito yes. tonight. He's going to shut down the, the Cleveland Guardians um, I'm choosing to be optimistic because you're choosing to be way too optimistic. I, uh, I, I I'm going to start manifesting positivity. Dude, I hope that works because Jesus. I mean, like Cleveland has been sucking lately. This month they only have this month they only have four wins. Two of them are against the White Sox. We're on the thirteenth <laughs> day of the month, and they only have four wins. Two of them are against the Sox, and then they they. We went out against Kansas City and then the Yankees as well. And it's like they, they want to win. They they see a, a wounded deer, and that's the Chicago White Sox. They're going to whoop our ass today. I'm telling you. It's going to be like 6-4. Okay. 6-4. Four. Four, take Cleveland money line. Cleveland's, they're both minus. Cleveland's minus 110 right now. So you know you know, you know know what that means. I gamble a lot. When both teams are minus like that, it means that one team is for sure going to lose, but their fan base is over bet them and put them in a position to both be minus. And that's what's happening right now. Sox minus 115. You want to know why? Because Diolito's on the mound. You want to know why? Because they're supposed to win a division. You want to know why? Because they fuck me. Because they're supposed to be better than they are, Shane. We are reversing our roles today. What is going on? You're smirking. I'm upset. I'm scratching my face. We're in bizarro now right now. Yeah, I mean – it just it it all seems talking about this team just seems so pointless to me right now because the the same problems that they've had in the last week are the same problems that they had in the last month or the same problems that they've had in the last three months or the same problems that they've had all season. We're talking about the same problem and trying to find new ways to spin it. We're talking about a lack of execution. We're talking about a manager who is not as involved as he should be and seems like the game is passing him by. We're talking about the same problems that they cannot correct. So every time that we have to reiterate it and repeat these, these grievances that we have with this baseball team that we love, it just feels so pointless. Like how many times can you spin one thing a different way? Yeah. That being said, seven, three win tonight. 
That being said, I know we're going to record tomorrow, but I'm making one bold prediction and that the series against the Minnesota Twins will be the last series that Tony La Russa is in the dugout for the White Sox. I did see that, and I did want to touch on that before we get out of here. Um, first of all, I'll point out that Lucas Giolito has given up five earned runs in three out of his last five starts. At least five, <laughs> five earned runs. But let's go back to, to, to Tony La Russa. I love the statement that you made. That shit got hella retweets and likes and uh, on, on Twitter where you're like, mark that. What, I mean, we've all felt it. What, were you just you felt like you were at your boiling point when you said that? Like, what, what was the impetus behind, you know, like, take me to the point where you're actually on your phone putting those words together and sent right before you hit send? Well, if that were me three or four years ago tweeting, that that, that would have been just strictly out of emotion. But hmm. in the position that I'm in now, I've been lucky enough to establish some people that I trust within the organization, outside the organization, that have ties in the organization. And I, I talked to somebody that I trusted that believed that that storyline is something that's very real. And with a bad series in Minnesota, that could become reality Sunday evening. Hmm. So that hmm. is, uh, it's not something I can confirm, but sure. it's something that I've talked to someone that I trust very much. And this person believes that to be the case. So it's not a for sure thing. But somebody that I trust. Well, what does that mean, though, Shane? Uh, is it like it's if they split the series, he's he's not that he. We're not saying it's fact, but I mean, like, like do they need to go three and one in order for him to stop that, or or two and two? Because two and two don't don't go two and two and they keep them, right? There, there, there's no there's no record on it that makes it true or false. There, there's nothing. No one. I'm talking about in your mind. No, no, no. In, in your mind. In your mind. Oh, I, I mean, in my mind. It's all about the level of embarrassment that Jerry Reinsdorf feels. So if the White Sox get embarrassed this weekend or Tony makes another egregious decision, then it could be the 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 final straw and the and the the, the whatever that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, and, and you know, here's the thing, right? And the reason why it does make sense in perfect timing after that weekend series that's coming up is because then after that, you got Cleveland, Colorado, and the Oakland A's to finish out the month. And to me, you need to win. I mean, that's what four, eight, nine games. You need to win. You need to go seven and two during that stretch against those teams specifically. And the way to put a fire under your team's ass to do that is by firing your manager. So, I mean, I could. I, I want that so bad, man. I just. I want who's who's stepping up if he's gone. It's probably Joe McEwing. Jo- Joe McEwing, or or just give it to Ethan Katz, or if they keep Shelley Duncan, or if. Miguel Cairo, I guess, but this is such a bad coaching staff outside of Ethan Katz. So I don't even know who it would be. Joe McEwen has been around for so long and it's like, no one's going to listen to him. <laughs> they don't even listen to him when they're rounding third, let alone, yeah. <laughs> let alone. Well, no, the problem is they do listen to him round, rounding third. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. He sends them and, and they do go uh, and they shouldn't. I don't know, man. All right. If you like what you heard today, remember to subscribe to the Southsider podcast uh, with myself, Shane Reardon, and Gabe. Gabe is on Twitter at Chicago underscore Gabe. I am at Shane underscore Reardon. The podcast itself is at Southsider670. And you can email us. We have to actually, we got to push this on social this week. You can email your questions or thoughts to Southsider670 gmail.com and we will answer them the next time we record an episode. Gabe? Maybe we, could, maybe we could uh, hold on. Maybe we could have maybe, Tyler. Maybe you tweet it out, and then we'll like ask us a question, and then maybe like Shane and I will retweet it. I'll put it on Instagram. That's where I got more more traction at. And then we'll ask people to just respond to that, so that that way, if they don't want to send an email, at least we can get some immediate interaction on on Twitter and yeah. Instagram. 
Sounds good. You think it's a seven to three or seven to five loss today? Six to four. The, six four loss to the Cleveland Guardians. I believe it is a seven to three win with Lucas Giolito going seven full ass innings. I hope you are right, my friend. Me too. Gabe, have a wonderful day. For our producer Tyler, myself, Shane Reardon, thank you very much for listening.